Welcome to the Rose and Dagger podcast. A podcast about writing fan fiction. I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything on Tumblr and AO3. And I'm Nick, Lewin has AF on Tumblr and Yes is a World on AO3. Okay. All right, let's get this party started. This is episode 48, talking about dialogue. Um, I feel like this has been on our list for a long time, but I actually don't think it has. Correct. I feel the exact same way. Um, uh, we should start by saying, send us more um, things to talk about. Yes, please. Um, because, you know, we want to have stuff to talk about. Exactly. And, uh, but I was looking forward to this episode. Um, oh, back to the thing that I talked about uh in our start of season four episode about like doing like a class i don't think that's gonna happen oh <laughs> yeah you're too i got i'm too busy um being a student is hard i told uh my therapist the other day i was like um this is not like a brag but when i was in college the first time i just sort of got good grades without trying <laughs> hard and I was like in this time I'm actually like trying and it's really hard um to like put in the effort and the time and stuff um and I I don't uh really have time for anything else yeah so it for for like all two people who were interested I'm sorry (laughs) well it's something that could happen later yeah definitely yeah maybe I'll get into the swing of things with uh with school and um and be less like stressed or more i feel like like the scheduling of it like my time schedule like hopefully after you know a, a semester or so um i'll get more like accustomed to like when like like using my time better that makes yeah. sense that makes sense yeah oh so <laughs> episode 48 talking about dialogue um i had i had uh i know i've mentioned before um i think everyone should listen to the writing excuses podcast um it's uh, a hugo award-winning podcast uh everyone on there is great they've got uh, a new cast um this uh well not fully new but um permanent uh cast this uh year and they've got um there are queer people on there too um which is great um and uh also the episodes are all really short so um if you're you know ever like looking for something short to listen to um for people who who really know what they're talking about um i suggest it um but they had um who really know what they're talking about aka not us <laughs> well no we, we 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 sort of know what we're talking about but yeah. also they're short their episodes yeah. are 15 minutes long whereas we you know yeah we go yeah. on yeah we um but i loved their uh when they were talking about dialogue um and i found uh i like the way that it kind of put some of my thoughts into um words and uh you're moving your camera sorry (laughs) she moved her computer around everything was moving um but so i did uh i took some notes uh for this episode because um i wanted to be prepared um for what i wanted to talk about um but like we did talk about dialogue a little bit uh in a previous episode but it was more like it was the narration versus dialogue okay. episode. So it wasn't just like focused on dialogue. <clears throat> and I know we've touched on dialogue with our punctuation episode as well. Yeah. Um, but for this one, um, I know that some people are feel like that dialogue is their strength. And then other people are like, that's so hard. I hate dialogue. Yeah. So um, I started writing. I hated dialogue. I hated writing it. 
And I was like, why can't I just write whole stories that have no dialogue in it? That seems like that's a better thing to do because I hate writing dialogue. Um, so then at some point in my fan fiction career, I was like, I would like to actively get better at dialogue. And then when I got my first comment saying they really liked the dialogue, it was like the proudest moment of my life. <laughs> I was like, yay, it's working. <laughs> yay. Um, you could write a whole story that's just narration. I could. But now, um, like, I think the problem with that is that it was like out of fear, not out of like serving the yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to write a whole story that was just dialogue. Yeah, I really want you to do that. I don't know if it'll ever happen. I got an ask <clears throat> yesterday about uh, the Tiny Penis series. Mm -hmm. If I was ever going to write another fic for that series. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <Okay. laughs> the series will never be complete. Yeah. So I have a lot of um, notes and I feel like maybe they don't exactly make sense. Um, That's okay. And, and we'll, you know, go from there. Oh, okay. So here, how about this? You can like delete this. I'll just go over my list real quick. And then and that way you have what I have. I can even, <clears throat> I have tone, nonverbal cues, nuances, repetition, different speech patterns with different characters, different speech patterns with different interactions with the same character. Um, uh, dialogue uh, moves the plot. Um, beware of useless conversations. Um, uh, dialogue can provide information without an info dump. Um, <clears throat> oh, another episode when we talked about dialogue was in our uh, characterization. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, that was my next thing. And uh, dialogue can give information, uh, like without an info dump, or uh, it can um, raise a question. Um, it creates tension or can create tension. And um, it shows the relationships that characters have with each other. Um, and uh, like conversations and dialogue, all, there's an intention to them. Um, and then... Uh, did I already say dialogue moves the conflict or the plot along and that people always don't always say what they mean yep. or mean what they say. Yep. Um, those, those are my notes. Okay, good. So let's just take each one of those and talk about them. Okay. Um, so tone. Tone. Did we do an episode on tone or was that theme? Was um, I don't think we did one on tone. I don't think. Yeah, I think we did theme because i was like what is theme yeah i don't know kind of feel that way about tone like not really but i kind of do i not understand it in broad strokes like it's a crack fic it's a really sad fic um but i think sometimes tone is harder like i don't know anyway yeah, i don't know what to say i have i have nothing yeah <laughs> um perhaps we will come back to that yeah um uh when wait, uh no, as far as dialogue is concerned wait hold on let's talk about that um right like if you want your fic to be funny if you want a light-hearted fic let's keep right. it broad if you want a light-hearted fic um then obviously the dialogue should sort of match that you're probably going to want a lot of like banter a lot of like yeah. quick back and forth yeah short sentences yeah um they're monologuing yeah versus somebody who's like um you know if it's going to be a more sad thoughtful i don't know uh some other kind of fix there's probably going to be like less dialogue more pauses yeah more people like in their head so um and then within the dialogue or or outside of the dialogue you have like aside from your dialogue tags um Maybe that's where part of the tone comes from. Yeah. Like the body language along with the the actual words um, lightens up the tone. Yes, for sure. Yes. Check. Check. Okay. <laughs> um, Nonverbal cues. I took these notes very long time ago in August. I don't know what any of them mean. 
Um, I would think that nonverbal cues within dialogue or in the realm of dialogue would mean like um, Louis could say something and then smirk. Um, yeah. So you can use nonverbal things to um, show that maybe what they're saying is, um, particularly if what they're saying is not literally what they mean. Right. Then all the nonverbal stuff helps interpret um like the actual the, meaning the actual meaning yeah and if harry walks into a room and louis crosses his arms and scowls and says oh great you're here he's not is, happy to see if, him <laughs> if harry walks into a room louis throws open his arms with a huge grin on his face and says great you're here then he is happy to see him. So if you just have Louis just saying, great, you're here with nothing else surrounding it, then you're leaving a lot to the reader to interpret the context. Yeah. So you can play with that with how much you want to give away at any point um, and how much you want the reader to... Uh, hold on. I took a note about this, uh, to collaborate with what is unsaid. Um, so how much you want the reader to uh, collaborate with the actions and stuff versus uh, how much you just want to like sort of spoon feed yeah. uh, the reader what's happening. So Repetition, I use a lot. I try to... I try to make my dialogue like realistic, like what people would actually sound like talking. Okay. And um, so I use a lot of ums, uh, uhs, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, breaking off uh, mid word to um, say something else, or like um, if Louis is talking, then maybe he says like the same word twice um because he's trying to say it fast and he ends up sort of repeating himself um i'm trying to like think of an example where i could just like say it and literally cannot because it's not like stuttering it's almost like emphasizing but like accidentally emphasizing okay damn it i should have had like some examples picked out for this okay. um, I feel like Louis does do that a lot and I think that if you go listen to any of his interviews you would see yeah. what that yeah. yeah the same um, way that Harry being thoughtful with long pauses between what he says you would see that in any interview like yeah. if you need an example of that of the opposite and that's their personalities coming through in their dialogue exactly oh and that's like the next thing on my list was like different speech patterns like, and we've talked about this before. I think this was in the characterization episode mm -hmm. about <clears throat> how Louis is a fast talker and how he, uh, he, like, there, you might have, like, short sentences um, that read quickly. Um, and uh, Harry is a more uh, thoughtful, um, slower talker. And so you probably maybe write those pauses in to um to his to his dialogue to uh show you know his particular speech pattern and then also like you can show with the same character maybe again let's go with louis um shocker um his speech pattern um with harry and a larry fick would be different than his speech pattern with like one of his siblings or with like Nile um or somebody else you know yeah um yeah like the old um him being softer around Harry and letting Harry get away with stupid comments that he would never yeah. let anybody else get away with without roasting them the wind makes nice waves yes exactly um and also like um an 18 year old louis and or a 16 year old harry are going to have um maybe not totally different speech patterns um but the words they use 
will be different than um, a 50-year-old. You know, like, they're going to use more slang. They're going to use, or, like, slang of their time. Like, uh, you know. Slang of I know time. what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like, if you're writing like, a Gen X versus a Gen Z person, like, they're going to have right. different things that they say, obviously, um, and different reference points, which is characterization, but um, would also come through in dialogue. Yeah. Like, I had fun with, uh, in 5030, with 50-year-old Harry, who isn't just 50, he's 50, and he's pretty, like, uptight. Yeah. But so, I think that that comes across in uh, in the way that he speaks. Um, and, uh, versus, like, the fic I did for the Silver Fox Fest, where they're both in their mid-40s, but they have teenage daughters, so they're, like, more aware of, and also their jobs are different. Um, they have, like, customer-facing jobs, um, where they deal with, like, a variety of, um, aged people but like louis is a bartender and uh harry uh has uh, a bakery and so um their dialogue was different because they're like more aware of like how the youths of today speak exactly um but yeah so that's a that's a that's something to be aware of i guess is like how do you talk and are you writing your character just talking the way that you talk or are you are you paying attention to what that how that character would speak? Right. Okay. Moving the plot and providing information without info dumping. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's more fun that way to yeah. to have the dialogue um move the plot than the hat then to like info don't um i'm trying to think my god my brain i think my like biggest 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 pet peeve with uh dialogue and something that if i see it early in a fic makes me like weary about reading on sometimes is when people in dialogue give information that is obvious to the other characters. Can you um, make something up? Because I know what you're talking about, but I, I want to hear like a made up version. Um, so uh, Louie walks into Harry's bakery and he says, Harry, the way you have laid out your treats in the trays is so organized which is a way of telling the reader what the bakery looks like but like it's a weird that would be a weird thing to say right unless louis is like super awkward like i don't know why he would say that like right obviously like i don't i don't that's terrible in alphabetical order yeah exactly or like um trying to think of another example like Hey, Niall, I really like your Irish flag shirt. It really shows to me that you are Irish. Like, I don't know. These are (laughs) really terrible examples. Um, But they're funny. Yeah. I don't know. I can't even, like, all of my examples that are coming to mind are equally as terrible. I can't think of anything, like, more subtle. Um, But anytime the information is not new to... The characters and they're saying it it's like why are they saying it are they saying it because you're telling the reader that or are they saying it actually for purpose of moving it forward or characterization or something yeah yeah i'm annoyed that i can't think of a better example. i know i'm annoyed with myself too it's so yeah. annoying like it's one of those things that yeah, I think exactly. is hard. It's hard to come up. It's weird. Okay. You froze for like a second, and I started to say something, and then you like <laughs> came back into it. 
I think it's Sorry, one of things that is hard to come up with on the fly, but you know it when you see it. Right. Because it feels like I was trying. Yeah, it just feels yeah. like, okay, this piece of dialogue is for my benefit. It's not for the characters in the story's benefit. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about second hint of wines in the beginning when Louis is like complaining that it's cold. Mm-hmm. And um so you get from what he says that he doesn't like that it's cold. Instead yeah. of him being like, I hate the cold. He is he he complains about it being cold. Yeah. And then the conversation with Niall is basically like, you should be used to this by now. So just from that conversation, you know that he hates that it's cold and that he complains about it all the time. Right. And that he should be used to it by now. Exactly. Um, rather than being like, it's just like every day, it's cold in here and Louis hates the cold and he complains about it all the time and nothing changes. Yeah. Or Niall being like, um, yes, every winter in insert city we live in, it is this cold. Like, <laughs> yeah, Louis would know that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so that's kind of part of providing information without info dumping. Exactly. And almost always, almost always, there is a way to take that dialogue that you're that you're telling the reader and just turning it into uh, narration. Um, yeah, narration, not dialogue. So um, just find a way to do that. Yeah. yeah. I catch myself info dumping sometimes. When I, when I, a lot of times it's when I start a fic. Okay. And then I'll read back over it and I'm like, I used to not because you would point it out to me, but now I'm better about like reading back over it and going, oh, I just info dump. I need to not do that. Um, oh, I wonder if I can find it because I've got in my, in my docs, I've got like so many stupid homework assignments now. Yeah. Um, but I, I tried to start a fic and I wrote a little bit of it. And I was like, oh, this is totally info dumping. And so I stopped. <laughs> yes. That's literally about Louis being late. Um, and how it's like it's his uh it's a like his worst quality. I don't know, maybe it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, I'll read it to you because it's just a little bit. Okay. I read I wrote this and then I this is my pickup artist. Oh, okay idea um so i wrote this and then as soon as like i literally it's just a few sentences i got to the end and i was like this is not right okay yeah. so louis late louis always late it's a terrible quality his worst and he's a smoker and he tries to be on time he does but in the end he typically tries to make up for it or make up for his lateness most people forgive him for it his boss is not one of those people i wrote that and then i was like i could show that better Yes. With dialogue. Uh, like maybe he uh, is like showing that he's late and like rushing into wherever. And maybe he runs into Nile and Nile's like, got your coffee for you. You know, um, yeah. you still have pillow marks on your face. Yes. <laughs> or something like that. Or maybe Zane makes a comment about how the boss is in a bad mood. Um, you know, what you can stand behind me and Liam yeah. in the meeting and maybe he won't notice you or something. Yeah. So like there's a better way to uh to put it and you can uh get that information across um through a conversation and also introduce other characters and setting. Yes. Um uh in the same And then when he walks into the same meeting, time. the boss can quirk an eyebrow yeah. and just say late again. And then right. you get, or maybe Louis shows up with two coffees because yep. he knows that his boss is going to be mad that he's late. But if he brings him a latte, yeah, maybe he won't be as mad, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so there's an example for you. Yes. Yay, me. Yeah. <laughs> so giving information, raising questions. Um, giving information is kind of related to the info dump. So, like, if Louis is late and he comes in, and Niall is like, third time this week, and it's Wednesday. Yes, <laughs> exactly. 
um uh or um raising a question let's see now see i think it's easier for me to look at to think back about like fix that i've i've written is that easier for you can you think of any time anything that you've written where dialogue has actually raised a question that is then answered no no you cannot <laughs> <laughs> i absolutely cannot <laughs> um but I can think of a way that I could do it. Um, so in, in, in the very little, to be fair, research that I did for this, I kept thinking about this fic that like has been simmering in my brain for a while that I'm, I've written very little of. But the one you're working on now? The one I'm working on now. It's a Niall Zane friendship fix-it fic. Um, and... I feel like this is an example where because in this fic they have not talked for a long time, probably there are instances where what they say will bring up questions for the reader yeah. and for each other. But, um, and I, I, part of this is I haven't quite decided like how plugged in I'm going to be or how plugged in Zane is going to be into like pop culture as a whole um and how like unplugged he is from the world he used to be in um so if niall says um i'm here because amelia thought it would be a good idea um that could bring up a few questions who is amelia zane's uh, gonna be like zane's gonna be like what is happening who is amelia <laughs> Why does her opinion on this matter? Um, and the reader will be kind of thinking the same thing, um, depending on how plugged into. Uh, Why would she think it's a good yeah. idea? What is her, you know? Yeah. Even yeah. if they know who she is, it still yeah. brings up. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's an example of what could bring up some questions. Amelia does think it's a great idea. She does. Amelia thinks that Niall is going to be really sad if he doesn't try to bridge things before their wedding. I wonder if he really would be, though. Remember at that award show? <laughs> That's when the he... crux of my fic. So, yes, you're going along with this ride. <laughs> Gotta dig into the emotions. I know. I will make you believe That's... it. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I mean, like, he would be. But maybe it would take, maybe they got into a fight about it because he didn't want to admit that he would be upset. Yeah. Oh, one of the things that, oh, I remember now. Do we already talk about this? Because I said that the, so I talked about the, uh, the creative writing program that I'm doing with the big kids. Okay. And how um, <clears throat> they had a whole section on dialogue. And I think that might be what originally brought this up. Yes, to me that was like this is so fascinating um and that one of the things that they had to do was have a conversation and record it and then transcribe it and um that before that we talked about how you don't actually want to write dialogue exactly the way that people speak yeah because <clears throat> when people are talking and you're uh you know maybe they clear their throat maybe they you know their voice pitches higher or lower and like you can't write I mean, you could write every single thing but that would be a lot and people would lose interest yes that's a, a whole lot of like body language and tone pitches and you know yep. speeding up and slowing down and noises like that that people make um but that it's a great exercise uh to do um to obviously don't record people without their permission right because that's just an asshole thing to do but like you could um for instance we nick records these things. i was gonna say this i have lots of and she transcribes um, and exactly this um both in the editing process, um, once we record it, I don't just 
pop it out into the world uh, because it's it's full of tangents. It is full of oh, this reminds me of something else. Um, yeah. Things like this where I go uh, and then fall off and I am thinking for so long about what the rest of my sentence is going to be. Um, I like shorten all that up, try to make it a little snappier. Our long pauses get collapsed. I take out a lot of our ums. Uh, but it's no. a good way yeah. to to uh, study dialogue, I guess, to get an idea of what people actually sound like. Or or even if you don't record it, if you just listen. Like, yes. you know, go go somewhere and, and just sit and listen to people. Yeah. Don't be creepy. About it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be creepy about it. But, um, or... Uh, no, that's just the to, like, number observe. one, that's you know, the number like, one writing rule. And I feel like with COVID that like paused for a long time um because you can't go out into the world and just observe people um but yeah going out observing people what are they talking about what are they fighting about um because um yeah yeah how are they talking to each other what are the different dynamics you just repeated you said yeah yeah yeah, that's the thing i was looking for earlier with the repetition okay sorry (laughs) <laughs> if people interrupt each other. Yes. Like I just did. And then you that's forget true. what you're talking about. Yep. And I don't finish my sentence and that's fine. That's the way people talk. Um, so putting some of that in your dialogue is great, but you're, you, you as a writer are trying to move the story along, show us something like it's not an actual, uh, it's not real life. You are crafting it to make the reader know something feel something etc right you've got a goal with with what you're writing and the person that you're writing has a goal the character has a goal yeah whereas like in real life nick and i will do the skype and then we will like talk for like you know a while and and stuff none of that's really moving the story forward because it's real life it's not a story yeah um but in your in your in your writing you oh I, I repeated stuff that was an accident yeah me again um <laughs> but uh you, you have to keep that in mind um if you try to have a a real life conversation that's just like how was your day yes <laughs> oh i don't know it was boring nothing exciting happened you know yeah uh, had a little bit of a headache stubbed my toe yeah. if it's not like oh i broke my toe and i have to go you know um then it, it's 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 not part of the story. It doesn't move the story along. So you have to limit the amount of that stuff that you write. But again, let's say you're writing um, a couple who uh, used to have a very uh, energetic love towards each other. Um, And then something has switched and now they come home and this is now their conversations over the dinner table. Like you can use it to show something. Um, You can show it to contrast, you know, whatever. Um, But make sure that you're using it for that purpose and not just giving us like a ho-hum day in someone's life for no reason. Right. Yeah. Well, like there uh, in The Devil in the Deep Blue Sea, there are ho-hum, boring conversations between Louis and his wife, but it is a contrast for like the way that he talks to Harry and the way that things are with Harry and also with how kind of out of touch they are with each other in yes. their marriage. Um, so while the conversation is boring, it's actually showing something yes. to the reader. Yes. Exactly, exactly. So it is, and so in that case, the author's intent is to show the reader the state of their relationship, but Louis's intent is to just have the normal same conversation that, like, to check in. Basically, he's yeah. just like having his usual conversation yeah. with his yeah. wife. Yeah. Oh, did we say? Yeah, no, we did that already about how you talk differently with different people. Yep. Yeah. Um. I think the most uh, 
okay, I'm trying to think about how to word this. Sometimes in fix, people are really, really like, they'll just say stuff that they mean exactly. And you're like, most of the time in real life, people will kind of dance around that sort of thing. Yes. So that was the people, people don't always say what they mean or mean what they say. Yes. Sometimes people will be like, I'm fine. And they're not fine. Exactly. Subtext. Yeah. Yes. Subtext is a great, uh, what doesn't the person want to say? And so what are they saying in place of the thing that they don't want to say? Yeah. We are both low energy. We apologize. Um, Okay. So um, one thing to think about in dialogue dialogue is that a lot of people do not have the same purpose going into a conversation. Very true. um, Like a lot of times people uh, in your real life, you're like talking to people with a lot of the same like ideas and thoughts etc as you um but in fiction you don't really if you're writing fiction you don't really want that because that's boring just people talking and other people agreeing like it's not moving the plot along yeah so even if somebody even if you have two people who want the same thing um louis and harry both want each other um there's no story. There's no conflict there. If Harry says, I want you, and Louis says, awesome, I want you too. Boom, done. That's the end of the story. So in every conversation, even if they want the same thing, they've got to sort of have sorts of purposes. Um, and they've got to, or it helps move things along. It helps show all those things you want to show about characterization and dynamics and um, plot etc. If they're coming at it from two different angles. Um, For example, they both want each other, but but Harry is a playboy who, I'm using your, um, the fic that you just mentioned you were info dumping on. My pickup artist. Yes, the pickup artist. The pickup artist. Louis is a pickup artist. He just picks people up. He like, he like, hits on them to get their number and maybe they go out one time and then they, they sleep together and then it's like yes. but so Harry Louis wants yeah. Harry and so this right. is Louis's um, angle coming in right he wants to hit it and quit it he's like let's do this Harry's cross purpose in this story that I'm giving away the plot and I apologize for that it's fine I'll probably never write it um, his cross purpose is actually the same exact thing. So the beginning is, yay, great. We've both done this thing. This um, is perfect. They both want to just hook up and be done. That exactly. seems perfect on the surface. It does seem perfect on the surface. The situation is that Louis thinks that he's going to be the one hitting it and quitting it. And he is flabbergasted when the next conversation, postcoital, is Harry saying, peace, I'm outie. Gotta go. And Louis's like, can I get your number? And he's like, nah. Exactly. And Louis's like, wait a minute. That was supposed to be me. What just happened? Exactly. So Louis, uh, Louis's expectations have been subverted uh, by, their, uh, by Harry's unexpected purpose. Um, and then... From there, Louis's purpose becomes, okay, but now I really, what is happening? I need to figure you out. And Harry's purpose is, no, I'm done with you. Right. Well, Louis, his dialogue, so where his purpose is, he is just fascinated by this person who, uh, it makes him want him more, basically. Yes. But he can't just, like, say that because that would be like showing all of his cards. So he, you know, tries to like convince Harry that he isn't, he wasn't planning to, uh, to, to hit it and quit it. As you said, (laughs) I feel very old. I know. I feel like I am very much showing my age here. (laughs) Um, 
he yeah so uh he can't just be like wait a minute that was supposed to be me he has to um kind of hide what he is actually thinking and harry too harry is like you know okay i'm I'm done bye see you later thanks for the orgasm and um uh but he's not showing like his actual motivations um and you will find those out like later in the story um, so his dialogue is just like, no, I'm not interested. Whereas it's not that he's not interested. It's that he has a million other things going on in his life. He doesn't have the like space in his life for Louis. Right. Um, and so even, um, uh, so the fic I'm, I'm writing, um, both of the, both Niall and Dane's, um, overarching, um, thing is that they would like to make up um and we know this because Niall has traveled to Dane's farm um Dane has allowed Niall to come into his farm therefore they both at least have the same sort of end goal right um but then in the midst of all their conversations they might have cross purposes um Niall might be expecting an apology and Zane might be expecting an apology um, or they might be ready to apologize for something that the other person, um, didn't expect or didn't know, you know, like, I think that, uh, or, or like Niall might want Zane to show up to be, to come to his wedding. Yeah. And Zane may have no idea that that's coming. Exactly. Like, and that yeah. could cause like a huge fight if yeah. he finds out like is that why you're here you just want me to like show up to your wedding like yeah exactly um there could be cross purposes of Nile thinks they're gonna get there maybe they're gonna like dig right into things and Zane's like no I want to go for a horseback ride right now let's get high and play with chickens yeah so there's like a lot of ways that Thanks, within yeah, the within larger it. realm of them moving towards the same goal each individual scene they can be at cross purposes with their dialogue too i just had a thought okay what's your thought just a suggestion yes but we know that zane smokes weed yeah i don't think that niall does he strikes me as the type of person who really doesn't he drinks yeah yeah because he knows how to drink yeah but that getting high feels more out of control for him so uh so he he's gonna get high with Zane. Yes, he is. Um, and he's usually he usually likes to know the strain. He likes to know what he's getting into. He's exactly. He's uh, a Virgo. Yeah. And <laughs> Zane's like, dude, you can take it or not. Like, it's not legal in Pennsylvania. So, what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> like, <laughs> I grew it in my barn. Yeah. Um. Uh, I was gonna say something else. Can a goat? Does he have goats? Does Zane have goats? Zane has goats. Yes. Yes. Can a goat eat one of Niles? Does in real life. Okay. Because one time a goat uh, chewed on the shirt that I was wearing, and it was very upsetting for me because <laughs> it left holes. Yeah. Um, and uh, that would be very because Niles so I weird about his heart again. Exactly. <laughs> How am I going to fix it? Yeah. Um, I thought of something else about the pickup artist thing, too. Is that it's very blatant. And I, and I can't believe I did not. Uh, but, like, Louis is a pickup artist. So, like, a lot of his dialogue is going to be, like, ulterior motives. Yeah. Like, wow, I've never felt like this before. Clearly lying. You know, yeah. like, oh, exactly. that was the best sex I've ever had. Yeah clearly that is not true you know um is he gonna do something like putting Mm -hmm. harry down well i don't know maybe and harry can be like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i see right through you but it's fine (laughs) but still yeah you provide you know yeah um um another thing that happens a lot of time um particularly if you have cross purposes and subtext um, is that when somebody asks a question, 
the other character may give an unclear answer, may not answer. They may change the subject by giving some irrelevant information. Um, they may answer with a question. They may answer with a half-truth or a lie or a silence or, um, you know, some other, they're not always going to give the answer that the first person wants, um, particularly like right away um, or maybe ever. Um, so. Um, another thing that I keep thinking about with the transcribing or listening to the way people talk, and I know we've talked about this before, but use contractions. Yes. Exactly. Um, most of the time, people are not going to say are not. They're going to say aren't. Right. Unless it's like emphasizing. Uh, people are not going to say. Yes. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because it reads better. And uh, when. It is hard, hard to actively think about talking in non-contractions it is it is um uh, it's it's hard yes it's um yeah like and when you read them and it's not just this it's not just the um the writing or the or whatever but when you when you and speaking like that but when you read it it reads very badly it reads slowly um and it takes me out of fix i have a really hard time i'm like nobody says that yeah you know um but yeah it does it sounds really form formal and so uh you know contractions i'm pro contraction especially in dialogue because people talk like um I should have apostrophe V E. Yes. Um, or, uh, you know, if I'd have known you were going to do that, I wouldn't have. I'd, you know, that's actually I'd have I apostrophe D apostrophe V E. Yeah. As a double contraction. Wouldn't have, same thing. You can do that. It's dialogue. It's okay. And like, that's the way people talk. I would not have gone to starbucks if i had known (laughs) that you had made coffee yes i wouldn't have gone to starbucks if i'd known you made coffee yeah um yeah so use some contractions and um that's where a good beta comes in and i know sometimes like we uh we got i think we got an ask recently about the um, english as a second language episode um and so if it's, you know, if you can get a beta that uh, if you're writing in English and English isn't your first language, if you can get a beta who has English as their first language, that's probably more helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, contractions all the way. Yes. And also people don't monologue. That was, I know I said that kind of as a joke earlier, but like you got to break up your conversations. Like even um if someone is sort of monologuing um maybe they might pause and you know gesture or uh you might stop or maybe the person they're talking to might like roll their eyes so like you could even have that like as a like louis scoffs and rolls his eyes like to just break it up because you want white space on the page and when you have like these long ass paragraphs just <laughs> i thought you were um, smacking away the long ass paragraph <laughs> That too, but like a little piece of dust just like flew into my face. Um, yeah. Then uh, I'm bad about skipping stuff like that. My I don't know why, but if it's not like if the paragraphs are not like broken up, I can't process. It's too many words. <laughs> my my eyes just like blur, and you know. And even if somebody does, for example, monologue in real life, a professor, let's say, like, you're not going to show the whole monologue. Right. Like, while they're teaching, like, that's not the point of the fic. The fic is going to be the point, like, something else. So you want to show us that instead of 
Right. Like no. even, yeah, if you're in a class and you're in your fic and someone's in a class and they're listening to the professor and the professor talks for 45 minutes without stopping, you can literally write, the professor talks for 45 minutes without <laughs> stopping. Um, and Harry zones out five minutes in. Yeah. Um, it's uh, better than, you know, nobody wants to read about economics. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> got more i do not have more those were my uh what i wanted to say okay i think we're done okay um this has been episode 48 talking about dialogue sorry for our low energy yes we're very (laughs) sorry um i think our next episode might be uh uh fandom etiquette about fic how to operate regarding fic we had an ask um and that was one of the things that we talked about um it'll it'll be a short episode i think yeah but we've got opinions but we do have opinions yeah um and uh the polls feature has uh brought the opinions out in me yeah yeah um God forbid anybody ever puts any of my fix on a pole. <laughs> They're blocking you all. <laughs> yeah, that's our next one. I don't mind, but yeah, like we said before, please send us asks uh, about anything you want us to talk about writing related. Um, if you have any like specific questions about dialogue that we didn't touch on um, or, or anything like that. Yeah. And write for Wankfest. please and thank you Um, no word limit and thanks for listening and thank you for listening bye bye i'm nick lewin has af on tumblr and yes is a world on ao3 i'm lauren kings of everything on tumblr and ao3 and thank you for listening to the rose and dagger podcast a podcast about writing fan fiction I'm not sure if 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 I'